David said to Abishai, Don't destroy him, for who can stretch out his hand against the Lord's anointed and be guiltless? 1 Samuel 26, 9 Dear God, you are so wise, loving, and fair. You know just what we need and the path we should take. I'm so glad that you are the one in charge of everything. Help us to listen and understand what you want us to learn from today's Bible story. Thank you for being such a good father. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Thank you for praying with us today. The Kids Bible in a Year podcast is sponsored by Little Passports, delivering monthly activity kit subscriptions that help kids explore the world, cultivate curiosity, and discover new interests with hands-on crafts and activities in cooking, science, crafts, and more, all with a unique cultural twist. Visit littlepassports.com blessed to learn more and save 20% with code blessed. David on the run. In our last story, we learned that Samuel passes away and David marries Abigail. In this story, we learn that Saul tries to attack David again And again, David chooses to spare Saul's life. Inspired by the book of 1 Samuel. Hey there, I'm Julia Sadler, and I'm so happy you've joined me for the Kids Bible in a Year podcast. Today we get to hear all about how David chose to protect the one person who wanted to kill him, King Saul. Why would he do that? Because he knew he wasn't in control. God was, and you can always trust God to take care of you. Want to know what happened? Let's dive into the story and see. David has been on the run from King Saul for a long time. David cannot comprehend what he did wrong. He knows that the king wants David gone. Because of this, David and his friends had gone into the hilly countryside of Israel and camped out in caves so they could be safe. King Saul, however, really wants David gone, so he takes his army and follows David out into the countryside. Every night, they set up camp so they can be safe from any threats in the wilderness. One night, they set up camp much closer to David than they realized. In the night, David came and looked down at the camp from the hillside. Some of his friends suggest attacking the camp and scaring off the king and his men. But David does not want to risk anyone getting hurt. He especially could not bring himself to put King Saul in danger, because Saul was God's anointed king. After looking down for a while, David thought if he could show Saul that he didn't want to hurt him, They would have an understanding, and Saul would leave David alone. He hatched a plan to sneak into the camp and take something from Saul to prove that he could have hurt him if he wanted to. As it grew later into the night, David and one of his men went down into the camp. Yet, as they approached, God was at work. God had made everyone at the camp very sleepy. By the time David got to the outer parts of the camp, all of the men had fallen asleep, even the guards. 
This allowed David and his friend to walk right into the camp, and they went right for the middle of the camp where Saul would be sleeping. When they arrived, they found the commander of the army, Abner, nearby to Saul. Both of them lie heavily asleep. David's friend tugs at his shirt and urges him that this might be the only opportunity that David has with Saul to permanently put an end to the chase. Yet David stood firm on his decision to take something and show that he meant Saul no harm. As David looks around, he sees Saul's water jug and spear and decides that those are close enough to Saul to prove that he was there. So he took them and left the camp without waking anyone. When they were out of the camp, they went to the top of the hill and called out to the camp, asking for Abner to be held responsible for not protecting the king. Abner awoke. What are you talking about? Who are you? And why do you wake the king? When he heard the shouting back and forth, he knew David's voice and called out, David, is that you? David responds, Yes, my king, it is me, David. Why must you hunt me and run me from the beautiful country that God gave us? They began to talk and exchanged their sadness with one another, but David knew it would not be safe to return with Saul. So he told Saul to look for his jug and his spear, and that he will not find them, for David holds them. Take this as proof that I mean you no harm, that I was at your side in your sleep and nothing happened. Saul understood what this meant and that David had no intention to harm him. They made peace and Saul sent a young man to go to the hill where David was and retrieve his spear and jug. David returned them without a second thought. The next morning, Saul took his army and left. David and his friends departed for Gath, a city of the Philistine people where he asked their king to give him a small town to protect and stay. The king and Gath agreed, and David stayed there for a year and four months. Wow, can you believe David chose not to hurt Saul? He must have really wanted to please God. Or maybe he just needed a new water jug. But think about it. After all this time, David was still on the run. Can you imagine how tired he must have been by now? He was probably dreaming of sleeping in his own bed after being away from home for so long. And he still didn't even know what he did wrong in the first place. When David's friends saw that Saul was close by and in a deep sound sleep, they thought it would be a great idea to hurt Saul before Saul could hurt David. They thought that if David killed Saul, all this running and hiding would finally be over for good. Perhaps David thought about that for a minute too. So why didn't he do it? Because he knew that, like it or not, Saul was God's anointed king. By taking Saul's water jug and spear, but not hurting him, He could prove to Saul that he was not trying to harm him, and just maybe Saul would give up and stop chasing him. We can learn a lot from David in this story. Has anyone ever said something unkind or even said they wanted to hurt you? 
Maybe it's a sister, brother, or friend, and they just don't seem to like you very much. It's a really bad feeling, isn't it? If someone's ever hurting you, you need to tell an adult or a parent so that they can help you in that situation. Sometimes people hurt you because they feel jealous or they're mean to you for no reason at all. They could just be angry and take it out on you. But in such situations, you still should not hurt them back. But you also can't let them keep hurting you. Remember David. David knew that he was not in charge of the universe. God was. He didn't want to take God's place. Instead, he trusted God, knowing that God could handle Saul however he wanted. One of the best things about our God is that he sees everything. Just like he saw what Saul was doing to David, he also sees everything that happens to you. Because he sees it all, you can trust him to take care of you. And even if it doesn't seem like he handles it at the right time or in the right way, you can trust that the way God does things are always best. In fact, in Isaiah 55, 8 and 9, God says, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, and your ways are not my ways. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. Can you think of someone else who trusted God when people wanted to hurt him, even kill him on the cross? Jesus did nothing wrong, but chose to obey God by suffering and dying for our sins, trusting God's best plan. If you have a problem that you need to trust God with today, you can stop right now and tell him. You can also talk to a parent or an adult who can help you know how to trust God more. Thanks for being with me today and listening to this story. I hope you'll come back next time to hear all about where David went to stay and the crazy things that happened to him next. Remember, the Bible is the best story ever told. It's God's story to you, and it's all true. If this podcast brought you joy and seems like a valuable tool for kids and parents alike, please share it with someone you care about. Thanks for listening to Pray.com's Kids Bible in a Year. For more Bible stories and wisdom to last a lifetime, download the Pray.com app for free today. Thanks for listening to Kids Bible in a Year. I want to invite our adult listeners to check out my other show, Unapologetic, God's Truth on Today's Topics. It's unfiltered, important, inspiring, and we have awesome conversations and amazing guests such as Candace Cameron Bray, Vice President Mike Pence, Dr. Robert Jeffress, Shannon Bream, Maddie Pruitt, and so many others. We are helping you have conversations that empower you to have bold faith in a broken world. You'll be excited, inspired, and encouraged in your faith as you check out Unapologetic. Remember that you can tune in wherever you get your podcasts and on Pray.com.